Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never mm -hmm. complain or talk about yes. it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a, and a masquerade. Mm -hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh. Love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. Later, skaters. Awful. <laughs> Sorry. Sipping on some Gatorade and vodka. Yeah, they got some stories to tell ya And at times when you don't know what to do Stick in your head, boy, you got no clue So just listen to If I Were You So just listen to If I Were You What do they whisper at the end? Stylin'? Stylin', stylin'? <laughs> Man, I love that one. <laughs> that our, fans, was, our fans are so much more talented than us. Yeah, they don't have to know that. You Jeez, shouldn't inflate man. their ego too much. Because then like, they're, they're going to start a podcast and people will stop listening to ours. I hope they do. No, I really I hope they do. to record an intro for that band's podcast. <laughs> that wouldn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jacques Snow. And this is If I Were You. Do they have a website that I could go to? Um, Probably. Good, maybe. If you search Jacques Snow on MySpace.com, maybe you'll find something. Damn. Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the whole internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. And I'm Jake. And we are not drunk. We're, yeah, we're the opposite of the last podcast. We're recording this at like 11 a.m. Right. in your apartment, in your towel cavern. <laughs> but you know what? It works. So no, no regrets. Uh, I guess the opposite of drunk would be hungover, which we're not that either. I'm a little hungover still from the other night. Jeez, yeah. that was five days ago. I, I drank that much vodka Gatorade. <laughs> I raged that much face. I raged so much face. I was actually still drinking into Monday, and I woke up, and I was like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm going to keep on going, keep the dream alive. That's what they call a bender, I think. Yeah, I didn't want to let the hangover set in, so I was like, hair of the dog, hair of the dog, hair of the dog, whole dog in my body right now. You actually ended up eating a dog. You were so drunk. I was so drunk, I ate a dog. Yeah, yeah. I shaved a dog and then ate the dog. It was crazy. I, was, I cared. <laughs> I didn't want fur in my mouth, but I was drunk enough to eat a dog, but I was, I was conscientious of uh, fur. So this podcast is about us eating animals, describing how they are, how they feel, how they taste. <laughs> if this is your first time listening, we have a shaved <laughs> dog here. Today's episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's us making sound effects for the next hour. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was the dog actually making that razor noise. <laughs> in actuality, this uh, podcast is about real people emailing us in. That, uh, they're in difficult places in their lives, and they're seeking solace, comfort, and advice, and we try to give it to them as best we can. Seeking solace in all the wrong places. Yeah, <laughs> mainly just this one. We've almost never been sympathetic. <laughs> if anything, we only add to the stress that they feel by making fun of them and their well, loved ones. You find ones. yourself in a public uh, or in a, in a difficult situation, and you will be publicly shamed. <laughs> How is that, that for fair? How is that a good idea? Either Uh-oh. way, it works. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they email us at show at gmail.com. We read all the emails. We choose four to six to answer during the show. And we, we try our best, damn it. Don't be, like, pissed off that Who we don't is, get to no everyone. saying like that to you right I know. No I'm just like, like that. my default setting is pissed off, annoyed, angry. Change and, that. Yeah. Change that. I don't think I should, though. All right. Well, that's, that's the worst problem. problem. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want you to start you're changing. Right. Not yeah. even like, I don't think I can. It's like, yeah. I don't think I should. <laughs> yeah. Like, like everyone should be as pissed and scared as you right. are. Right. Like an alcoholic who doesn't want to recover. How is he supposed to help himself? Uh, yeah. I guess the first part is recognizing that you need help. And I do not do that. Right. I don't think I have a problem. You're a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Any? Did I miss anything, or is that usually you forgot to mention that you were a bitch? <laughs> oh, come uh, on. oh come on! No, no, that's fine. Um, that's really that's what you're gonna. Okay, holy shit! Crying? <laughs> it really Real tears. Yeah. You're weeping. Yeah. Yeah. I meant it was. A, I know it was a joke, oh. but it really freaking. It sounded real it and it felt real. real. I know it. I know it. <laughs> no joke is a hundred percent false. All right, there's a shred of truth in every joke, and Holy. that shred really just cut into my freaking heart or something. Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, I'm actually not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Leave my towel, Cavern. <laughs> Please don't open the door, as it will create a reverb echo effect that I can't have in this show. Um, I'm right. speaking into a towel right now, you guys. <laughs> you, don't, you don't understand. There's a pillow. We're doing this from a pillow fort, but it sounds great. Um, should we get started? Should we start reading some email, try to answer some questions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's help some people in need. This is exciting. The whole episode doesn't exist yet, but is about to. Think about that. No, just start reading. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to imbue some poetic... Jake, please think about it. <laughs> I don't know. Just... It's cool if you think about it for nope, a little. I oh, won't. All right. Yeah. Just we're small little people and the world is so grand, but we're making a little bit of a difference, I guess. Think Whatever. about it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. This one comes from, we'll call him Sam Seaborn. Lovely. Fake name, real person, real email. We're, we're going to give everyone a fake name just to, you know, preserve some anonymity. The most um, impressive thing you do on this podcast is to say me is anonymity every single incorrectly. time. <laughs> anonymity. Oh, wait. I could do it. Anonymity. <laughs> Oh, I'm anonymity. no longer impressed. You're you're a hack, sir. <laughs> I no no I no longer need you. All right, here we go. Fake name, real email. Dear Jake Meir. So last night I was browsing the internet and I found a link to some porn on a message board. Curious and mildly aroused, I copied pasted it into an incognito tab and checked it out. Turns out it wasn't as satisfying as initially described, so I skipped the jacking off and went to sleep. The next morning, I woke up particularly early due to a bad night's sleep. Still drowsy, I stumbled to my computer to browse Tumblr while I woke up. I happened to see a cool Batman picture and decided to link it to my GF. I selected the URL, opened up a chat window with her, hit Control v then enter to send the message. But, to my horror, I forgot to copy the Batman pics URL, and instead sent her the mediocre porn link from the previous night. She's offline, but the messages will be delivered as soon as she logs on. 
I've only got a few hours until she wakes up and sees it. How do I prevent the imminent embarrassment? Yours truly, Sam Seaborn. I don't want my girlfriend to know I watch mediocre porn. <laughs> if it Send was a link to the real shit, dude. If it was hot, then that would be one thing, but it was so mediocre, I couldn't even get off to it. Now she's going to see it and think I did. I also love the way this guy watches porn. It's just like, I was on a message board, thought I might see some porn. I was ready to jerk off, but it wasn't satisfying, so I skipped it and went to bed. Yeah. Who does that? <laughs> I was so close, but at that point, what am I going to go back to the message board? What, what message board is this? I don't, it's so weird. It's like, all right, here's this porn. I'm going to do it. And then nothing. Like, ah, well, there's no other porn on the internet. <laughs> I guess that one wasn't the video for me. I'm sort of one and done in that regard. Uh, I don't really like to give it two chances. Oh, man. I so, believe in fate. Is it not embarrassing that you were going to send your girlfriend a cool Batman picture? <laughs> <laughs> What's more embarrassing, the Batman picture or the mediocre porn you were going to send? I guess they're, to me, they're almost equally embarrassing. Have you ever found porn on a message board? What uh, is that? Totally, yeah. So what, wait, it's like a porno message board? Um, in my it's experience. It's like a forum? In my experience, turn the volume down, mom. Uh, <laughs> but not all the way off. Just, you just, you're listening it too loud right now. Wash a dish or something. I know you, you all right. Um, I th you like, if you find a, like, say you're watching a porn video and it's a very attractive girl and you're like, oh, I like the way she does this. She, I, I'm a new fan of hers. And then you find out her name. You could like Google her. Sometimes message boards will show you like obscure videos that she's done that you might oh, not have seen. So once you, once you do some more research, it'll lead you to a message board. Right. I see. So you okay. are like a passive porn watcher. Yeah, I like, like oh, yeah. I'll just go to RedTube, watch like whatever top videos there are right there on the front page. <laughs> I'm an amateur. You're a, you're, yeah, I'm a goddamn you're hack. Okay? I'm a 15-year-old. I'm in like the deep cuts of you porn. You understand? <laughs> Watching videos from 1998. Before the internet. Porn's golden years. You can tell they were digitized from VHS. <laughs> <laughs> deep cuts. Uh that's what, that was one of the names of the pornos that I watch. <laughs> That's the name of the message board. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do. I think just own up to it. Laugh. Be no. like, haha, wrong link. Well, oh, well. Yeah, well, you can play it off as a joke. You can play it off as a joke. You can play it off as a mistake. Or you can just apologize. The problem is, it's definitely like if it were hot porn, you could send it to her and be like, "I want to do this with you," and it's like, "Wow, that's that's kind of sexy." But to but wake like, up at eight a.m. and have that mediocre porn. Uh, he sent it in the morning. It wasn't like a late <laughs> night thing. Hey, seven forty-eight a.m. I just have uh, sex in the morning. Yeah, but to send that chat, like, is to, to uh, admit that you were looking at porn at like seven forty-five a.m. and sending it to her. Right? How close are you with your girlfriend? I wouldn't be so like. Answer, Jake. Any answer the man. How close are you with your girlfriend? Yeah, you're very intimate. You are. You presumably. Um, well, I don't know what how old you are, or what you do, but <laughs> we need more information. <laughs> But is it embarrassing to admit to your girlfriend that you watch porn? Everybody watches porn. But is it still embarrassing to admit to your girlfriend that you watch porn? It's embarrassing that she's going to see a video. But like, it's not like you jerked off to that video. So yeah, but totally... what did she, is that what he's going to say? No, you don't understand. It's not like I jerked off to it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It is. It's, it's a very weird situation. <laughs> I think you, uh, you send her the, you say, whoops, wrong link. LOL. Don't as click, if, don't click, don't click. Yeah, as if like you were like, oh, that was like a weird joke that I sent you porn instead of like the Batman URL, when in actuality, that's what you did. Or just send her a bunch of links starting now, just like 28 links, and then just be like, sorry, I got spam. Don't click on any of those. It's spam. Or like send her four porn links in a row and be like, LOL, sorry, my roommate got a hold of my computer. Oh, there you go. That's what I would do. I would say somebody else. I would say somebody else sent that over. I'd send, yeah, I'd send, her, I'd send you a bunch of porn links and then not even blame the roommate. Just be like, that's because 
porn being sent out is total spam. She'd be like, that was a spam bot. Sorry. Uh, like my computer got hacked yeah. by a robot that sent you porn links. Right. Anyway, to make up for it, here's a cute little Batman pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's too late by the time you got this. But uh, Sam Seaborn, if you're listening, please let us know how you played it. I want to like do a little follow-up pup to this guy. Yeah, I agree. I want to see how he played it off. His girlfriend jerked off to the Batman picture. <laughs> do you think it's possible that this could lead to a fight? I'd be very surprised. It's like, why did you send me that? Why are you looking at that? Am I not satisfying for you? I'm like, no, dude. I just, I just, I'll dress up like Batman if that's what'll get you off. Stop <laughs> sending me Batman pictures. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it'll lead to some really cool role playing shit where she's Batman. You're you ever Cat been woman. fucked by Robin? <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Only Batman's been fucked by Robin. Only Robin's been fucked by Batman. Ah. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> you almost said mercy. Did not. You totally did. But in my head, I did it, but I didn't say it out loud. Oh, mercy. <laughs> By the way, the Uncle Jesse quote is have mercy. Yeah, yeah. Not so owe mercy. Right. So I'm still uh, within my legal bounds. I to... think you're still a hack. You're just saying the quote wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing up twice. I'm plagiarizing incorrectly so that it, it outdoes the plagiarism. All right, let's go on to question number two. <clears throat> this one's from Leo McGarry. Leah McGarry writes, I've just found a small injured bird outside my friend's house at which I am house-sitting at the moment. I instinctively brought it inside, but now I'm at a loss for what to do. Now I just have a small dying bird in a shoebox. Help. What can we help with? <laughs> what can we help with, Leo? It is funny that he, like, instinctively brought in this bird. He's like, oh, he's injured. Oh, I'm going to put it in a shoebox. All right, all right. It's at home. It's, it's at home. Bird. And, uh, <clears throat> damn it. Uh, what now? Birds die all the time in nature. <laughs> you, what you're doing is disrupting the status quo. I actually, I have similar experiences with this back in where I grew up. Uh, we had a lot of cats, my family. Uh-huh. So my cats were always like killing and maiming squirrels and birds. Right. And my family, like, I mean, I've, I buried so many birds in little shoeboxes <laughs> in my yard. And then you just, yo, so you rescue them in the shoebox and then you just bury them in the, when well, they're alive. And this is actually what you should do. If the bird, uh, if you think you might be able to help it, you can take it to the your, your local humane society. Do vets give a shit about like injured pigeons? Not vets, humane societies. What's the difference? I'm not sure what it, the humane society looks after. Like all animals, vets. So are like, like you pets. bring them, you bring them. And a, you, like vets cost a shitload of money. Humane societies are like pro bono. You know, you you can bring that bird there. Actually, my sister two weeks ago uh, found a a baby bird like limping around our yard. Uh-huh. She skipped work. Yeah, took the bird. Um, the nearest open humane society was like an hour away. She drove all the way out there, showed them the bird. They said, oh, this is, um, this is just a baby bird. It's learning to fly. Its parents were watching it from the <laughs> nest. Um, so <laughs> what you've done is frighten the parents. You stole the bird. It was about to learn to fly. <laughs> and uh, so she like freaked out again, took, had to bring it all the way back to my house. This is a two-hour drive at this point. But as yeah. soon as she opened the box, the bird flew out, flew right up to its nest. <laughs> So uh, I would uh, here's an argument for you: the humane society does more harm than good. 
What? Yeah. How? Just by just by wasting so much manpower, electricity, energy, uh, resuscitating needless animals' lives. That's it's a waste. It's a net drain on society. That is so not fair. How's that? That is. I, yeah. yeah. The cost okay. of electricity. Confirmation. You're an asshole. The cost You're of a gas. bad person. The amount of gas people spend driving freaking birds to this humane society. Well, is, you know, uh, the cons outweigh the pros of helping out a pigeon. That is so. That's yeah. Not you fair. should be able to kill birds. You should be able to kill birds. <laughs> Without you do kill birds. Wants. You killed several birds this week. I see you have a slingshot, like a like a goddamn <laughs> debaucher's eight year old or something, <laughs> like a freaking Bart Simpson with a vendetta. I just walk around Brooklyn, killing birds, stuffing them into my pockets. I'm googling Humane Society right now. Just, I just, I really think there's. I think they do a lot of good work. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, you think they do good work? I re- they, yes. They were, what they like put like lizards. They like fix lizards' feet and like uh, make sure that like uh, squirrels are not in pain. Well, yeah, they. Uh, fuck you, man. <laughs> they 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 go to they try to stop animal suffering due to cruelty. Okay, so yeah. Well, what animals? I feel like if it's smaller than a squirrel, they sh- they're suffering. Uh, you think small birds can suffer and die with no help? With no remorse, yes. I don't think there should be humans spending time resuscitating animals smaller than squirrels. You know, I think, I mean, I think you're wrong. <laughs> I, I also think like when we were younger, when we did this, when we rescued squirrels and birds and brought them to the Humane Society and saw them healed, that was like us learning compassion for other things. Not necessarily like... Yes, I care a lot about squirrels now, but I try to care more about people now because, like, I recognize. Oh, that. so you start with squirrels and then you work your way up to human. I think so. <laughs> what is it? You're giving me a look. Uh, I just think small animals deserve to die or suffer based on what happens. You don't to even them think small nature. animals at least just deserve to to live. <laughs> no, I really, I really like outside of human interaction. Yeah, you, just, you know, re- you think they should all. I be really dead. feel like they should all you would be like, dead. Oh, yeah. Okay, I, I love a word with a world with no birds. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to hear birds sing. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to. Let look, me look at squirrels jumping around in the trees. You when don't you, like that. When you run over a bird. Uh, have you ever run over a bird? I've, yes, I've run over. I, how do you feel? I've, when I, I hit several robins once, <laughs> and I felt I also hit a raccoon one time. Uh-huh. I ran over a cat once. Okay. Now armadillo. we're getting into, getting into areas that you should start feeling bad about, but did you feel any remorse when you killed a robin? I felt a ton of remorse when I killed a robin. So how was I raised differently from you? Because if I killed a bird, if I ran over a bird, I would feel absolutely nothing. Well, we were driving in Iceland. My brother hit a bird, and he um, wait, maybe no, it was my brother, and he almost cried. <laughs> we were we were driving. He hit a bird. We all felt terrible. Then, like later, Jeff was making fun of him. He's like, "Please don't." <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle that. Not right you now. Bur- like I, I don't know, a squirrel maybe let like honestly, I think I felt no, I felt the equal amount of uh, remorse for hitting the cat. But I mean, it's not that I fly. They're yeah, beautiful. I mean, I don't actually think that people should kill animals or make them suffer, but I feel like if in nature these small animals are suffering or do die, I don't feel anything. Well, it's not that. in nature if you hit a bird with your car. <laughs> that car is part of nature. No, it's not. <laughs> Haven't you seen that Yukon Denali commercial where it comes out of a tree? <laughs> I haven't, and I stand corrected. <laughs> Built for GMC makes cars from the earth. <laughs> um, so what should this guy do? Bring him to a humane society. I think you should bring him to a humane that society. That drain on society. That drain on humane society. You know what? I'm going to start a petition that'll lobby to close every humane society. I'm sure there's, like, there's a very valid reason. They're, they have them in every country, so I think there's a valid reason for humane societies. Let me know what they are. <clears throat> All right. 
Ready? Question number three. Ready? I can't wait to see how I come off on this one. <laughs> Whether or not I should lobby for animal hospitals to be shut to be down fair, permanently. You, you don't care about animals, but I don't care about people. So <laughs> I guess we're fair. <laughs> Yeah, if I'm like the nicest guy and like super friendly and care so much about people and do a lot of charity work, but have that actual, the attitude that I have towards animals, am I still a good guy? Yes, so. Am I better than a guy who loves animals but hates humans? I mean, you're pretty passive. It's not like you're out there actually trying to close humane societies, actually killing animals. So. That's true. It's mo- mostly for joking's sake. Right, but you're still a good guy. Uh, but I do feel it that way a little bit. Enough to embellish it and do a comedy bit. It's a little callous, I guess. (laughs) Thanks, man. I appreciate that. (laughs) A little callous is the nicest way you could have described that rant. Uh, All right. Question number three. This one comes from CJ. CJ Craig writes, hey, guys, I got a huge problem. My best friend that I met in fourth grade and has been a brother to me ever since started dating my sister about two years ago. I had no problem with the relationship, and I actually enjoyed being around them since we all get along so well. Recently, however... I found out my sister gave hand jobs to three different people on the football team. What do I do? I love them both, and neither one has ever given me a reason to distrust them. I love my sister, but my best friend means everything to me. Do I tell him or pretend that I never knew? Thank you so much. If you read this, please help. Yikes. Three hand jobs. Yeah, three hand jobs to, let's see how many people. Okay, three different people. One right. hand job per person. Jesus. Uh, I mean, I think if it's that intense of a uh, cheat was it at the same time i'd really like to know if it was the same time in the <laughs> locker room after a after either a football win or a loss <laughs> i'd like to know because if it was a loss then she's just being compassionate yeah as long as it wasn't a c- congratulatory hand job i think we're in the clear here is hand job uh worse or better for cheating than making out like if you found out that your girlfriend gave someone a hand job is that worse than making out we all this is the second hand job cheat question that we had yeah it's so weird. It's so like it's so foul. It's in between. It's it's sort of it's you can like construe it as like hand job is like, you know, more sexual because it's like more intimate. But at the same time, it's like more scientific than making out. No fluids are exchanged. Well, there's fluid coming out, but exchanged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's staying it's either in one person's body or out of both of them. When making out is like swapping saliva. Swapping saliva, and then oral sex is like saliva with semen. Yeah. So if anything, hand jobs should be first base, because it's just one person pleasuring another one. Completely change the world, people. Yeah. Hand jobs the new first, first base. base. Kissing is home. All right. <laughs> no, no. So what is having sex? Grand slam, <laughs> which is also home. Technically, <laughs> but, but you're sending three other people home. You with can only you. have foursomes from now on. <laughs> Orgies are grand slams. Uh, I guess if I were you, I would um, maybe I talk to your sister and say, hey, I know what happened. Um, I think you need to make this right in your relationship, whether it means telling him or breaking up or whatever. But I I don't know. There's something weird about like being the middleman and taking the matters into your own hands like that. You know what it is? Here's a good mathematical way of quantifying it. You have Thank to, God. <clears throat> Thank God you're here to quantify it mathematically for us. <laughs> so let's say... Everyone turn the podcast <laughs> off now. <laughs> so let's say everybody's... Your relationship with everyone is on a scale of 1 to 100. So if you're really close to someone, that's 100. If you're very far, it's a 1. And then everyone else lies somewhere in between. Whoever your, whoever's number is higher is whose loyalty you should be with. So for example, you caught your sister giving three hand jobs. Are you a 90 with her and an 85 to your friend? Because if so, that 90 is higher than the 85, and thus you shouldn't tell your friend. 
But if you're closer with your friend than you are with a girl, then your loyalty is owed to him, and you should tell that person. So whether you catch your girlfriend, your sister cheating on her boyfriend, the decision whether to tell that person or not depends on how close you are with the person that you cheated on him with. I completely disagree. Really? <laughs> yeah. So if you saw your friend, let's say Rosie, and he was dating some girl you didn't know, and he was cheating on her, would you tell your uh, would you tell that girl? I think you would not. That's a different you situation. Would you would not. If I didn't know the girl. You would not. You would not. Oh my God, he's broken. If I knew two people yeah. relatively well, if they're like 90s or 85s on your uh-huh. scale that you just fucking pulled from your asshole, uh, I think the respectful thing to do is talk to your one friend who made the mistake and say, I know about this. Uh-huh. You have to correct it. What do you, how, do you, how does one correct it? Okay, let me go back in truth. time. Oh, and like force that person to tell the truth to not, his Maybe girlfriend? not like force them to tell them, but like they know that someone else knows. They're way more likely to be like, all right, I have to come clean. Okay. They can't be like, you keep it quiet. The three guys on the football team have to keep it quiet. So let's say you have an acquaintance that you don't know very well and you see him cheating on your sister with somebody else. Would you still talk to the acquaintance who you put at a 50 no, or would you tell your face sister, and I would tell my sister. sister? You know why? Because she's higher. She's That's higher it. than a 50. She's a goddamn Fine. 99. I, I, I'm sorry. She my couldn't sister's a 100. I she love you. I love you. Sarah, Rachel, Liza, <laughs> Hannah, you guys are all the best. I would punch anybody in the face if they cheated on you. But you're, this is, they're, they're two separate instances. One is a stranger and someone you love. The other is two people that you know. Okay. So you're... you're Fucking algorithm doesn't work out. Both okay, ways. I'm saying the extreme versions. Okay, but let's say you see uh, uh, an acquaintance of yours cheating on a really good friend of yours. I tell my really good friend. Right, you tell the person. Bring that it you're up to this with. guy's level, which is okay. the advice we're talking about right now. <laughs> sister and best friend. You go. You. I think unless this best friend is closer to you than I your sister. I think your number game gets too blurry up here. No, I when think, you're above a fifty on either person, it's too blurry. I you think tell, if your sister's a hundred and this guy's a ninety-nine, your loyalty is your sister. You don't say anything. I quit. How about that? Oh last podcast ever, people. <laughs> Jesus, you're taking off. Eye to eye on this. I'm done. <laughs> Actually, the last two questions we've disagreed on have been very callous for both of us. Oh yeah, shit. You know. Usually you come off as like the worst person in these, but now I'm feeling I don't know ashamed of myself almost <laughs> lobbying for the the clo- the permanent closure of these humane societies and te- <laughs> hiding cheating affairs. I, I hate birds and relationships. <laughs> How's that for fair? This isn't nice. This isn't good. I'm not coming off well. You know who is coming well though? Those three kids on the football team. <laughs> three. Hey, oh mercy. Three. <laughs> <laughs> three different people, three hand jobs, <laughs> three handies. It's like a fairy tale. She gave three hand jobs to three people it was I, at the same time too. If you could imagine, like some sort of Vishnu cranking three people, pumps <laughs> two with their hands, time. and then the other one with her vagina. So I guess it was sex. <laughs> I gave him a fucking hand job with my pussy. Oh God! <laughs> All right, I'm back to being the more likable one. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're Mom, almost- you can turn it up now. <laughs> How would she know? <laughs> Who's someone's listening for her? Mom, mom, <laughs> stop washing the dish. <laughs> stop washing the dish. It's and- clean. <laughs> Just scrubbing the same dish down to the porcelain nub. <laughs> Hands shaking because she knows I'm talking about chicks. <laughs> There's nothing she hates more than knowing you talk about chicks, <laughs> chicks and birds. Birds and birds, because chicks used to be called birds. Also, chick is a bird. 
All right, enough about that. <laughs> you're alone. In, <laughs> you're alone in a room right now. <laughs> Technically, a chick is a bird. A chick oh, is a bird. Baby chicken. I don't know. Are chickens birds? What about hens? All right. <laughs> Question number four. <laughs> We're running out of time, but we got to get through it. <clears throat> Wait, maybe we should take that break. Oh, nice. We never breather. take the breather. Let's take the breather. All right. What are you doing right now? I'm going to flex in my arm. Been on a diet for the last three days. What do you mean three days? Today's Wednesday. This is the third day of your diet. Uh, today's okay. you've been on a diet for two days yeah yesterday. also what did you have for breakfast i had a croissant today <laughs> <laughs> and then what did you have what did you drink for breakfast uh coffee with uh, cream and sugar okay so so far today which is the third day of your three-day <laughs> diet you've had uh cream which is basically the liquid that separates butter from milk uh sugar which is pretty much the worst is a part great of the diet friend. this is and not a, a croissant which is a carb a carb loaded buttery pastry treat and you know what I'm still fucking ripped. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but you know what? I guess it is. A, I guess it is a diet because for lunch you have uh, spinach. For, for lunch, I've only eaten raw vegetables and lean meat for the past two, two days. Two days. And uh, for dinner, I only eat vegetables and meat. Uh huh. So uh, so you're leading a two thirds carb free diet. You're you're living basically. paleo. And, you for know, two if you're gonna eat carbs, day. you're supposed to eat them in the morning because you have all day to work them off. And if you don't eat carbs. Uh, if you don't eat carbs, then you're healthier than I am. <laughs> well, you need some carbs because, you know, you're working out. You need that energy to burn. I'm no, not sure if the paleo get... diet is as uh, healthy as it sounds. But you get carbs from, like, some fruits, right? There's That's some, like, true. There, there's definitely... Nobody is like, oh, you need to eat, like, a croissant every day. No, That's yeah. That's not a thing. Why are you working so. out? Why, why is this diet happening now? I'm going to uh, Burning Man. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so I want to be able to take my shirt off and look strong. <laughs> what is Burning Man? Um, Burning Man is, uh, what is Burning Man? Yeah. It's sort of like, uh, an exercise in radical self, ex- <laughs> uh, expression. Uh-huh. And that's according to the website. And according to you? It's like, um, I think it's like a... Where chicks just like it's walk a, around. It's a seven-day rave in the desert <laughs> where I'm just going to be... Uh, you know they call it when they you have sex with Burning Man? They call it dusting. Why? Because everyone's so dusty. And I guess you like pound each other and the dust flies off. Oh, wow. I mean, I don't think that actually happens, but I guess that's what they call it. <laughs> I'm sure that happens. Oh, I mean, like, sex definitely happens. Yeah. And maybe the dust flies off. I guess. Oh, maybe. Who knows? 60,000 people? 60,000 people in the desert. And that's why you're not eating any carbs after 10 a.m. every morning? Right. I want to look uh, ripped. And then when you get to Burning Man, what's the diet like there? Um, it's You only eat what you bring in, so I guess I'm just going to get, like, a bunch of Cliff Bars and stuff. So back to regular carb carbo loading. Yeah, or like maybe I'll get some jerky. I don't really know. <laughs> You're just going to arrive in the desert with 12 pounds of jerky. I want to be on so many fucking drugs, it won't matter what I eat. <laughs> oh, That's bad for an answer. It's going to be so sad when they play this clip at your funeral. <laughs> I'm going to be on so many drugs, it doesn't matter what I eat. At least he died happy. <laughs> starving on drugs. All right, last question. Let's get to it. Let's squeeze it in. <clears throat> this one comes from President Bartlett. Hey, guys. I am a, I'm in a pretty bad predicament. My school is hosting a charity date auction, and I was asked to participate. Unfortunately, I have no discernible talent to display at the show. Most of my talents are not something you can display on stage, if you know what I mean. No, really. I like having conversations about politics and the economy, but I'm not even sure that qualifies as a talent. I tried learning to play the harmonica, but that's been a while, and I'm pretty shitty at it. Should I try to improve on that before the show? Same goes for whistling, I guess. Hope to hear your thoughts on it. Jesus. <laughs> Is there any way you can get out of the talent show? Unfortunately, the school, uh, he ha- has asked him to participate, and uh, he's, uh, I guess he's committed at this point. 
he uh, his talent is ha- is well, he, it's not really a talent. He just likes having conversations about politics. Right. And yeah. The your question is like not sure if that qualifies as a talent. It doesn't. Okay. <laughs> and then he sort of I like goes, talking about some topics. Does that make me talented? <laughs> well, that's what we do here, and we assume we're talented. Oh shit! Oh my god! This is us. Start a podcast. <laughs> I can't whistle. <laughs> I can't play the harmonica. We're just as talentless as this guy. Oh, no. But the thing is, we're not signed up to perform at a talent show. Right. There you go. You know what I did at a talent show in eighth, uh, third grade, which maybe this guy can cram in, is uh, memorizing all the presidents oh, in order. Go. Sort of difficult. Sort of easy. Uh, it is somewhat of a talent because it's like, hey, you memorize 44 names or whatever. Right. You can say them really fast. Sure. It's probably more, t- uh, more interesting. Do you still than know it- them? Uh, I like know most of them in chunks. There's a, there's a few in the twenties that like get like a little hazy to me, but f- this is over 20 years ago. I memorized it. Wow. So, you know, it just goes to show you how the powerful your memory can be. I don't even know the second president, John Adams. There we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you know any other number? Like if I say one, that's George Washington. Yeah. Is there any other number that I can name that you would know the president? Um, I know 16 was Lincoln. That's true. Uh, I guess, uh, Barack Obama's 44. Three. Is it 43? No, no, that's 40. I'm saying, you oh, know, three yeah, I could go back from there for a while. This is, I this guess. is him on stage at the talent show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I know Washington's one, Lincoln's 16, uh, Obama, Bush, 44. The other Bush, uh, I think it was Reagan before that. Like, so I can go back a little bit. Uh, does anyone is anyone keeping track of how much I am? Microphone I mean, that's feedback. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shit. whistling. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I, I guess you could say I have the blues about this. <laughs> oh God, a tomato. It's a. Kick. What about juggling? I learned. I learned to juggle in like an hour. Is that true? Yeah, juggling is not very hard. Yeah, but the I mean, juggling that a, you can do isn't good for a talent show. Three balls. <laughs> for crying out loud yeah that's the minimum the minimum juggling is what you learn yeah, I, mean, I feel like the barrier for entry to this balls. talent show is nothing okay like they, they're begging him to perform he doesn't even have a talent so I think yeah juggling is probably gonna fly three balls <laughs> what's, what's, what's more impressive than three the minimum amount of balls you can juggle <laughs> people do two with one hand only when they're learning how to do three. Oh, you know, the other thing is uh, we can do Rubik's Cubes. Oh, we yeah. Can do a Rubik, solve a Rubik's Cube in like under two minutes. That looks kind of impressive. I taught, I taught myself that. Well, not really. I, I did it from a YouTube tutorial. You can YouTube uh, Rubik's Cube tips, and there's this whole tutorial that shows you how to do a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, then you speed it up. Me and you um, used to have a contest. You're, my time, I feel like I remember... I got it to 218, and then we were trying to get it under two minutes, and you did it under two minutes. Right, and then we both forgot how to do it. That's true, but if it's fresh in your mind, you could totally do it on stage. That would be cool. I'm pretty into like the idea of like little weird party tricks like that, just to uh, keep my brain sharp and to hopefully impress someone one day. Right. The Rubik's Cube thing has never paid off, but I recently learned how to memorize a deck of cards. That's something I want to sort of try doing. Like, remember, like looking at a deck of cards and then a minute later being able to recite the order. Right. That'd be really cool. Would that be impressive? Definitely. For so I would try to show, learn yeah. a music instrument right now. Like yeah. a yeah, harmonica? Yeah. No. you. It's going to take a lot of practice to be actually like impressively good at the harmonica. But memory. Memory is the shit. Yeah. Memory is the way to go. That's our advice. If I were you, I'd... This was the most genuine advice we've ever given. <laughs> I don't think we made fun of him enough. <laughs> 
we have to let's release a bonus podcast where for half an hour we into this talentless this. loser <laughs> who we just found out is uh, slightly more, if not equally talented than us. All right, we are way, way, way long. Shit. So, uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening, everybody. The email address. Oh, we totally didn't even mention what the email address was, which is uh, if I were you show at gmail.com. Email us in. We'll do our best to answer your questions, try to get you out of the sticky situations that you find yourself in, or at the very least, we'll try to make fun of you a little bit. Yeah. Um, what else can we plug? What else can we talk about? Um, oh, well, our YouTube account. That's right. We're, just, oh, we're uploading up episodes to YouTube now. Yeah. So if, you can listen to it. If you go to youtube.com slash if I were you show, uh, you can watch our videos there. We also did a video episode of a podcast. We want to do another one, hopefully in September and October. So all our videos will go there. Check that out. And thanks for uh, listening on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Y'all are the best. Y'all are really, y'all really are the best. Y'all are the best. And uh, please keep the theme song submissions coming. We started to get like really awesome ones more and more now. And uh, that first one was from a guy named Jacques Snow, which you really liked. I loved it. And this one is from a guy named Gianni, G-I-A-N-N-I. Is that Gianni or just Johnny, but spelled Italian-y? Gianni, I think. Gianni. Gianni. Gianni Aiello. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. They're just two guys who try to offer you advice.